This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. By the way, uh, if anyone wants to boost these things, it's 20 bucks a boost, great merit. My last few boosts got um, 3,500 hit uh, views. And uh, the one I did on last Tuesday got 4,600 views. That's just, that's just money in the bank. For anyone who wants to take a boost, if you don't boost, I'll boost it. But like, um, Facebook withholds your uh, reach if they see you post every day, to in order to get people to pay money. So I have to boost this video for I boosted for like twenty bucks. So if anyone wants the merit, and right now we're getting boosted. Uh, if you don't boost it, there's someone who's donated boosts. So. But the, he'll, those boosts are going to be out by Thursday. Like we'll be done with those boosts. So, if anyone wants to grab this boost, let me know. Actually, don't let me know. Just hand me twenty bucks. <laughs> you can give me your Hebrew name. We'll add it to the boost. Okay. Today we're going to be handling uh, in the Kabbalah, just to understand how. The world goes from, you know, an infinite being that's beyond space and time, is absolutely one, <laughs> creates the world, creates the world from that oneness into our world, which is like, it seems to be 3D. We have this 3D world made of much detail. And so we want to understand, how did one become many? How did this one being create the world out of itself, and yet still the world is, you know, full of multiplicity. Is it one or is it many? How did a one being become many? In the, become the physical world made of multiplicity? So the answer is, is that this being did it via what are called the ten spheros. What am I going to do here? Cheaper than 20 bucks. Let's see how that is. No good on that. Can you guys see that at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so there you got the 10 spheros. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And. I'm going to switch colors here. I'm going to move into, uh, let's do red here. Over here you got flow. And over here you have structure. And in the middle we got balance. And on the verticals, on the verticals we've got the Intellect. Is that an I? No. Is it Yeah, it's an E. Yeah. We got intellect. Here we got action. Here we got. Uh, sustain. Yeah. <laughs> sustain. It's a funny word to write. And here we got the. 
Okay, these are the ten spheros. And we're going to start with the, um, the way it works out is of the ten spheros, there are, of the ten spheros, there are um, three hidden, and then there are seven revealed, seven revealed, which breaks into six and one, which is the completion. Okay? Let's try that together, everybody. Everyone say with me, ten spheres. Say it with enthusiasm. Ten spheres. Ten spheres. You say it. Three hidden. Seven revealed. Which is made of six and one. Six and one. Okay, so ten spheros. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Three hidden. They're in the intellect. Why are they called hidden? They're called hidden because something in the intellect you can't see. Right? If you see someone walking across the Jewish quarter, you don't know where he's going. You have no idea. You have to interview him. It's hidden. You can follow him. But I don't know if you can follow God exactly to figure out what he wants. But they, these three are hidden because they're purely intellectual. I mean, do you guys realize how much design is in this world? And that's all part of what is called the intellect or seichel of the creator. That's all called seichel. Um, can someone tell me how far the frame is on this camera? Am I still in the frame? No, no. no. Yes, yeah, you're in there a little bit. Okay. There you go. That's great. That's fine. Am I in there? Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Now, in the intellect, let's talk about the actual spheros. So the first one's called Chesed. Everyone say with enthusiasm. Chesed. 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 Did I just write Chesed? Oh my gosh. I'm a little sleepy, right? I apologize. I'll give your money back up by the door. So, what'd you say? Thank you. Oh, very nice. What are you teaching this class? You told last time. I'm just reading what I wrote. So, uh, maybe I'll put it up above because that's what I usually do. So, we start with this is essential, so we're going in English. Everyone say the word Chachma. Chachma. Okay. Chachma, which means associative intellect. That's the associative intellect. And that's God, just like total, like, I'm going to create a world. Like, that's it, I'm creating a world. We're going to create the world. But the world's got tremendous design. Where does all the design happen? In a realm called Bina. Everyone say the word Bina. Yeah. And that's the design, or what you call the analysis, analytical. Okay, so there's the associative and the analytical, and that's where God does all the all the uh, details of things. In our lives, it would be like Chachma would be the ideas that happen at Microsoft, Microsoft, and then it goes to an R and D department who figure out, you know, how things are going to go, and then there's always a CEO who's going to be the decisive which is called Das. Everyone say the word. Well, should we go Sephardi or Ashkenazi? Or Da'at or Das? What do you guys say? All in favor of Da'at, raise your hands. All in favor of Das, raise your hands. Oh, Das wins again. It won twice. Okay? 
No, you see, you guys at least got the spirot and not the spiros. Yeah. Okay, so we'll try to be even-handed. <laughs> not really. <laughs> das means the decisive mind, and that's what a CEO is in a company. Decisive. Uh, by the way, when it, we're created in God's image, so it helps you understand this, because you're made of this stuff. It says we're creating the image of God. Does God have an image according to Judaism? No. So why does the Torah say we're made in God's image? Answer, we're created in the image of the ten spherot. Did you know that? A lot of people don't know that. We're created in the image. When it says we're created in God's image, we're created in the image of the ten spherot. God doesn't have an image, but... Oh, we're finally doing your class. Finally. Finally. So, you understand what it means to be created in God's image? Now, what are the ten spheroes? We spoke about it. It's the the ways, how God did it. It's the how-to of an infinite being creating a world. It's the way God created the world. You're created in the ways that God created the world. You're created in the ways. God doesn't have an image, but he chose these ten ways. It could be there's a planet in some other universe that has different ways. These are the ways he chose for our universe. These are the chosen ways. Okay, so Chochma Bina Das, everyone say that? Chochma Bina Das. Okay, and that's, uh, that's where Chabad got their name from, because they're like the most intellectual Hasidut. Okay, they, Chochma Bina Das is Chabad. Okay, that's why they chose the name Chabad, because they used to be these super intellectual types. They weren't running around putting tefillin on people and drinking vodka all day. Okay, these are, these are, or all Shabbat, they don't drink vodka during the week. But the, uh, it's amazing that people can drink that much vodka, but only once a week. <laughs> it's just a total anomaly. You know? Now, the... Okay, so it's Chochmah, Bina, and Das. And you have it too. For example, I'm much more of an associative brain. I think I'm, I've got a right brain brain. And uh, my father has more of a left brain brain. And uh, once in a while you meet someone who's got this brain, but it's very rare you get anyone down the middle who's got that decisive brain. But they're, uh, you know, they're really good decision makers. They're managerial types who can make that bottom line decision. In the Jewish world, this would be, um, this would be a Torah and uh, Kabbalah and stuff. This would be Gemara, right? Mishnah, where it's a tremendous amount of analysis. And this would be Shulchan Aruch. It's the actual, like, what do you do? Like, how do you actually do this? What are you, what are you supposed to do? And there's personality. There's Jews who are really into Kabbalah, and there's Jews who are really into Gemara, and there are Jews who actually can give bottom line decisions. They're, those are very rare. It's a very rare person who fits this. They're called postkin. And you're lucky to get out of every, I don't know what the number would be, 10,000 Jews? What would you say that number would be to get a postik? How many Jews does it take to make a postik? 100,000? Maybe out of every 100,000 Jews, you can have a postik. Something like maybe 50,000, a lot. But everybody's doing it, but do you know what I'm saying? Everybody's giving. Oh, yeah. No, no, they're not. (laughs) They're not. Every time, I I don't know, go where I went. Oh, yeah, I was in a restaurant the other night, and somebody said, But you're not allowed to drink wine because it's the nine days. So they're kind of. Nah. They're not opposing. They're just quoting Allah. Everyone, we all live by Allah. And yes, we do quote it once in a while. Mm -hmm. We're talking about someone who can take a very complicated case. That's going to be subtle nuances in the person asking the question. 
the person who asked the same question before him got a different answer, and now this person's getting a different answer. They understand these nuances. They're able to balance the two worlds of the of what the law is, what the, what the variables are in this particular case. It's a tremendous personality, this person. Um, I've learned in many yeshivas that didn't have one posik, so, so you'd like go ask a question. It'd be so frustrating. The rabbi would be like, well, you could do this, but you know what? If you do this, it'd be better because it would cover like three different opinions. And... Uh, well, you know what? Just wash. She got my just wash joke. Yeah. Meaning you're asking what bracha to make, but it's, no one's quite sure what bracha you make on papaya or something. So they tell you to wash for papaya. Oh, just just wash. That'll cover everything. Actually, I've heard make a bracha on something you think is that bracha, and then on something else that's a different bracha. So yeah, make it bracha on this, bracha on that, then you cover that. Like for hearts of palm, they say shahaka and you know. Oh yeah, hearts of palm has that issue. Okay. Now, we're in the action world. The action world starts with chesed. Everyone say chesed. Chesed. Back in Hebrew <laughs> I should never have gone out of bed this morning. Oh my God. And I've got, you know how much more teaching i got to do today? I've got like, I think I'm going to be on my feet teaching for another like four or five hours. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. 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 Four or five hours. Wait, wait, can I have the time release coffee? Do I sip it slowly for the whole time? Does that work, by the way? Do you just like sip coffee? I think coffee? it's psychological, too. So it's like, really? keep, I don't know. Oh, yeah, maybe if I just keep. You believe it. I don't drink coffee other than my morning fog lifter. So, you know why? Because in action, if you keep drinking coffee throughout the day, then morning coffee doesn't make a difference. <laughs> but if you don't drink coffee before the day, that morning coffee is like jet fuel. Yeah. Now, um, here's the word chesed. Say that word chesed. Chesed. Chesed means unlimited flow. Okay? Sound like a good thing or a bad thing, chesed? Very good. Good, good or bad? No, it is bad and it is dangerous. Yeah, she's like, I'm sitting down. <laughs> That's all she had to hear. Okay? You guys, we're not talking about like being a lovely chesed girl, okay? That's always good, you know, unless, of course, you're letting people walk all over you. But then you're not a chesed girl, you're a doormat. Okay? So the, we're talking about chesed means unlimited flow. For example, normally the seashore limits the flow of the ocean. But in a tsunami, is pure chesed. Normally, brothers and sisters don't touch each other. According to the Torah, if they do touch each other, I mean, I don't mean touch hands. I meant more intense touching. If they do, the Torah says that's a chesed. It lacks limitation. It's unbridled flow. It's interesting. They said the angels cried in heaven when God gave the rule that brothers and sisters can't marry each other. Is that weird? But it says that. Brothers and sisters, like, love each other so much. And how many times as a counselor have I heard of, like, people regretting having touched? And the... Uh, and it's really interesting why am I bringing this up? Because the brothers and sisters just married each other here in Jerusalem. What? Yeah, two adoptees. Oh. Mar- no, but they were raised as babies. They're raised as babies together. Like, they, they only know each other as brothers and sisters their entire life since they were infants. And they, like... Oh, but they're not biological. Yeah, that doesn't count, does it? Does not count, but you see how brothers and sisters would want to marry each other. Not every brother and sister. I would never marry my sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't have any sisters. 
four boys. And I, I know it's a modern generation, but I think we're too old to have a sister. Everyone stay boys. So the the um, anyway, chesed means unbridled flow. It's tsunamis. It's it's incest. It's it's the pubs in town. You know, it's just let it flow. You know, it's it's me strumming a guitar really loud. You know, without touching it, the strings. Meaning, it's just a bunch of noise. That would be chesed. So when you're learning Kabbalah, you got to whenever you hear the word chesed, you got to take out of your mind. You know, delivering cookies to your new neighbor. Okay, it has nothing to do with that. It means unlimited flow. Uh, if we had unlimited flow in the electrical system here, instead of the you know the step down converters that brought it down to two twenty, what would happen if there was unlimited flow going on? We'd all be covered in glass right now. Okay, if the sun had unlimited flow without that ozone, what would happen to all of us right now? Which is light with the light in this room would just go totally nuclear. You know, from the from the radiation of the sun. You know, yes, it's dangerous. It's always dangerous. It's never a good thing. You know, if it doesn't have something tempering it, which is called gavura. Everyone try the word gavura? Gavura means limit. Okay? So, what is the ozone? Ches or gavura? What's the sun? Ozone? When I limit the strings on my guitar on the fretboard, because think about it, I'm really limiting their, I'm limiting the distance of the strings to the bridge, which means I'm stopping the oscillation of the strings to a, a lower oscillation. What am I doing? I'm limiting it. My left hand's gavur, my right hand's chesed. Right hand's strumming, that's chesed. Although even that's gavur and chesed, because how hard I strum. If I strum hard, that's chesed. If I limit how hard I strum, because I don't want to break a string and I don't want to break your ears. So it's kind of like restriction. Yeah, it's it's restricting. What's the seashore? Chesed or Gavura? What is the seashore? It's it's Gavura. And what is the sea? Chesed. Clear? Okay, you got that? Yeah. So it's everywhere in everything. Now, let's go back. How did we start this class? That the creator of the universe created the world in the ten ways. And every single thing you will look at will either be chesed or gavur, no matter what it is. Everything's chesed and gavur. The windows are chesed and gavur. They were that was once molten glass in a mold. What was the mold? Gavur. What was the what is what was the molten glass? Chesed. What was the frame when it was in its molten form? What what was it? Chesed inside the inside the mold. Gavur. These tables were these tables were chesed when they were trees. They got planed in a very gavura fashion, and so now you have a table. Your clothing was once just, you know, cotton in in the fields, and it got cut, and it got whatevered, and then it became piece goods, and then there was patterns cut to make the shirt you're wearing, which is gavura. Clear? And when my kid misbehaves. If I give him an ice cream when he misbehaves, that's chesed. But I will act with gavura to get the kid to understand that he did something wrong. Chesed and gavura, they're always going on in every relationship. If a guy walked in the room who I never met before, and I gave him a big hug, chesed or gavura? Chesed. And now what's he going to do? It's going to take off. So now we have a per- Right, he's going to run right out. As soon as he came in, he's going to leave. Because like... 
this rabbi's weird. I, could, I just felt like he invaded my personal space. Okay? So that's the third attribute, which is called Tiferet. I'm going to say the word Tiferet. Oh, I gave it to the top people. I didn't call it Tiferet. It's Tiferet. Okay. Tiferet, which means beauty. Have you noticed what a beautiful world this is, by the way? You know what creates the beauty? The beauty is created by Tiferet. What does Tiferet do? Tiferet looks at Malchus. I'm going to go back to Malchus. Tiferet looks at Malchus. Everyone say Malchus. Malchus. That's the completion, or in this case, we call it the recipient. Tiferet looks at the recipient who informs Gevura how much Gevura to put so that the chesed comes through in a way that's beautiful and long-lasting, lasts forever. So if that guy walks in the door, I want to have a lasting relationship with him because maybe I can make a difference for him. And who knows, maybe he can teach me a little something too. And so, and so I'm not going to give him a big hug. I'm going to shake his hand. Now, what if I didn't even shake his hand? What was that? Gevura. But guess what? There's a lot of people walked in this room. I didn't shake any of their hands because they're called women. <laughs> and so the recipient's a woman. So what's to create a beautiful relationship there is I'm going to very much limit how much chesed. Now, imagine I totally limit the chesed. Imagine I walked in this room. I'm just like, this week we begin the sedra. Devarim. It is the first of the parshas of the entire book of Devarim. And, and I just keep darting my eyes around. I don't look at anybody. I don't connect to anybody. Well, would that be too much of? Yeah. Be too much of How much would you get of the class? Yeah. You get nothing from that. And so I've got, so Gavura is not totally limited. It's limited that I'm not shaking no lady's hand, that's for sure. And also, you know, if you really, really want to grow from my knowledge, guess who I'm sending you to? My wife! <laughs> I always feel bad for these ladies. They're like, Rabbi, can I have a meeting to talk about? I'm like, sure, you can meet with my wife. <laughs> You're going to meet my wife. Because what am I putting? Good work. Because what am I protecting? Not only am I protecting you, I'm protecting me, and I'm protecting my wife, and I'm protecting my family, and I want to live in a beautiful world, and the beautiful world comes with proper limitation. And how do you know how to properly limit? It's simple. Just look at the recipient. Look at the recipient. This dude I've never met, I don't think. Maybe I've seen you before, I don't remember. But my name's Yomta. Brian. Brian, pleasure mm-hmm. to meet you. We have a long relationship. Yes. <laughs> okay. Shook his hand. Okay. And, and that's the way it works. What's going on in town? Is it beautiful and long-lasting? In Ben Yehuda Street, at Thursday night? No, it's way too much chesed, way too much flow, and so it doesn't last. That's why dating, it's so important that in dating, you're looking at the recipient, but you want a long-term, real, eternal relationship, you better go real strong on Gavura. Chesed's always there, by the way. Gavura tells the limits, but chesed's always there. It's like water in a faucet. You notice every time you turn on a faucet, there's the water. So what do we have? This is the knob on the faucet. This is the plants you're watering. Now, if you just planted the plants, if you turn, if you don't use a lot of gavura, that's the valve inside the, the faucet, 
If you don't use a lot of gavur, your seeds are going to wash away. You're going to wind up ripping up the soil, and the seeds are going to wash into the gutter. What good was it? So I have to, but you notice chesed's always there. I'm always flowing chesed. Always flowing chesed. Now my kid does something wrong, less chesed. It's a guy, more chesed. It's a girl, less chesed. You understand? Chesed's always there. I never take away my chesed. Even I pulled over by a cop time I got pulled over. <laughs> no, he was just checking seatbelts. The, the, once you cross the train tracks to the Haredi side of town, it is the most lawless land in the world, especially in, behind the cars. There are no rules. I mean, red lights are suggestions. And, and so I've noticed they're sending squad cars. And I actually got pulled over. He looked and made sure we were all belted. Have a nice day. That was it. Just wants to see if we were belted. Now, the, anyway, but even, he, even he gets a little crazy. So, you got that clear? Is this clear? Mm-hmm. How this works? So, you want great relationships? You got to have this going. Now, let's just use the example of this concrete wall. Now, I was actually here the day this wall was poured. And uh, I watched this whole building get built every single day. And when they were pouring this wall, so they didn't just like dump a ton of concrete and fill the whole room because the guy whose job, it was a crane. You know, have you guys ever seen a cement crane? comes up and it, and it pours the cement into the building. But there's a guy doing it. But imagine the guy gets a cell phone call. And he's like, oh yeah, buy, sell, sell, buy, buy, sell, sell. Meanwhile, the whole room's filling with cement. <laughs> what would that be? That'd be Hesed. And so he forgot his job. His job is to keep that thing lined up. But also letting them know when to stop. He's got a walkie-talkie to a guy down by the coattail. And he's saying, like, okay, another, you know, give me another 30 seconds worth. Gets another 30. Okay, slow it down, slow it down, slow it down. He got to the corner here. Stop. And he's, he's letting him know. That guy's job is a teferit job. Kind of. But we're going to go deeper now. The last three spherot are as follows. <laughs> this one here is called netzach. Everyone say the word netzach. Netzach is the, it means perseverance. Sorry about the big word. Perseverance. It means to be able to keep going. To keep going. Have you guys noticed the world sustained like for years and years and years? God's constantly doing this. Like he didn't just create the world. He's creating it and sustaining it all the time. So the chesed flows, but it keeps going. It keeps going. It keeps going. For example, back to the hose. I'm sorry, you had a question? No. Back to the hose. That when you turn on that hose, does water just dribble out the end of it, or does it shoot? It shoots. What's that shooting aspect? That's netzah. The fact that water comes out, okay, that's chesed. I turned it on. It's on. But the fact that it keeps going, it's got zerim, it's called, it's got flow. That is netzah. And netzah's in everything. This wood was once just a tree, and if you could time-lapse it fast, you just see this tree growing from a sapling. Like, wow. That's Tyson. But the fact that this wood is still here, it's not inside it, a, a, something that lasts. It's built to last, it's got perfect severance. Good example of Netzach is a marathon runner. See, a sprinter would be Chesed or Netzach. A sprinter, 100 yard dash. That's Chesed. Just push as hard as you can for 100 yards. That's how you win that race. What if you push as hard as you can for a 26 mile race? You lose. Because <laughs> after about a mile or two, you're gone. So he has to have the attribute of Netzach. 
and you've got to, he's got to pace himself. Yeah, he's got to do chesed. He's got to leave the starting gate. But then he's got to pace himself in order to finish all 26 months. Okay, that's the attribute of chesed. When I play my guitar, yeah, the strings are going. What's that? But what's this, what are the sound waves doing? They're bouncing off walls and stuff. They get absorbed eventually, but, but they're, they're just going. And that's Netzach. Netzach is how the sound waves are just spreading out throughout the room. Okay? That's Netzach. And that's going on all the time. I, I'm always, remember, I'm always on the right side just in my own personality. So I've got a lot of, as, I got a lot of Netzach in me. Real strong Netzach. For example, the girl I thought I would want to date first, three years before I started dating, when I got to Israel. You realize when a yeshiva boy comes to Israel, he takes a cold shower for about three years. So I took my three-year cold shower, and when the rabbi said, it's time to date, I said, okay, before you set me up with anyone, I have in mind someone that I met three years ago when I first got here. And that's why I married. So so we're married 23 years this fall, and but we but we're 26 years of me knowing like that's probably who I married. When I discovered Judaism, I didn't know the first thing about how to keep Shabbat. I kept my first Shabbat by accident. I, there were no cell phones in the day. I had no no one to network with. I was uh, you know I didn't smoke you know at least cigarettes and the. And so it was like I kept Shabbos by accident. My second Shabbos, I was in. And I've been in ever since. I have like a strong meter of Netzach. The sports I did, I still do. I grew up drinking, you know, beer was a big thing. I'm still, you go into my fridge, there's like, you know, I must have at least 12 varieties of beer in my house. I stick with things. That's just the way I am. I stick with things. I started the Possible Seminar 16 years ago. It is almost exactly the same seminar 16 years later, 5,000 graduates afterwards. So I just, that's just my attribute. I, I'm good at that attribute. I am not good at these attributes. These are not my thing at all. Gamora's like, like for me, it's like a pipe cleaner trying to clean out my left brain. And uh, Gavura, oh my gosh. If I, thank God for my wife, because my wife's like, honey, you're still playing your Havdalah concert, and it's now midnight. And our kids got to go to sleep. And I'm like, okay, uh, I guess I'll stop. You know, but it's like impossible for me to stop a party from going. Impossible for me, for me to end a Havdalah concert. It's just the way I am. Like, it's, you just got to keep going. Uh, I, my, my latest surfing injury was a back injury. It wasn't because I hurt myself surfing. It was because the amount of hours I surfed that, like, I got out of the water. I was just like, whoa, what's that? It was just because hours and hours and hours. All the 18-year-olds were already waiting by my van, and I was still out there for another two hours afterwards. So I just, when I do something, I just keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it, and uh, which is not necessarily such a great thing all the time because I think i got to start slowing down on my extreme sports. But the but that's the way I am. I just I got net side. This side, I'm not great. And here is the next one. The next one is the attribute of hod. Everyone say the word hod. Hod is focus. Focus. Okay. Which you'll notice, anyone who's been in my classes, is not my strength. Okay. We could talk about like 20 subjects in one class. I just keep going from thing to thing to thing, because that's my associate of mind, not being focused. But, but teaching this class, you know how long I'm teaching in this program? 
Me neither. I have no idea. That would require focus. But I'm, I've, I've just been doing this for years and years. I mean, when did you first come here? It was probably in this class. Uh, how many years ago was that? 2008. But it goes all the way back to before the 2000s. I'll never stop doing it, but I'll also never be on time. <laughs> what was I doing upstairs? I was like, people were coming up to me and going like, uh, asking questions about the previous class, but I was just like, sure, any other questions? Meanwhile, you're all sitting down here. And I'm like, Finally, Rabbi Ellis called me. I'm like, duh. I didn't even have to answer. I did, but like, obviously, like, come downstairs already and teach. So focus is not my forte. But focus is, is how do I explain this by a God? Because we're talking about the ten spheres. God's not only creating it, but he's also sustaining it, obviously. But you realize that being a creator of this place, which is all coming from light energy, that that light energy is just going to scatter. Have you noticed? Meaning it would be chaos. What happens when things expand? They get more ordered or more chaotic? More chaotic. But this thing gets more ordered. It's the weirdest thing, but like things get ordered. It'd be like you rolling marbles down the hotel stairs behind a Scandinavian tour group. Just kidding. It's like you rolling marbles down the down the hotel stairs, and somehow, like by the time it got to the bottom of the hotel stairs, it created the Israeli flag. Is that gonna is are rolling blue and white marbles down the hotel stairs gonna create an Israeli flag, no matter how long the staircase goes? The further it goes, the more chaotic. But yet, look at our world. Mm -hmm. There's some kind of focuser causing tremendous focus. And the world, instead of expanding into oblivion, is actually ordering itself into creation. Clear? So that is, and you see how it's also part of the sustenance of how God sustains creation is not only through long-term flow, but it's also long-term order that's ordering creation into existence. Now, the last attribute, even though this is the last attribute, but we already did it, which is just the recipient. It's my mother-in-law, I'm sure. So, which is the recipient. It is the last one is, is called Yisod. Everyone say the word Yisod? Yisod, which means connection. Connection. Okay, Yisod is connection. Like, for example, um, if I didn't plug that battery in to my phone, it would have been really cute and sweet that the battery's sitting on the table, but it would not help my phone. Okay? I had to get the plug in there. USB cable. When you when you download your phone into your computer, you're you gotta get that cable in. So really, what was the real job of the dude with the with the cement tube over here? Which which attribute of the ten spheros? He's really yisod. Because his job was to make sure, you know, he doesn't take a phone call and like cement's pouring over his shoulder into the room. We want it in the wall, not in the room. So that's Yisa, that's the connection. Example, I want to download to my children the wisdom of Torah. But the problem is, is when you got a seven-year-old little punk in his bed, is he going to understand my wisdom? No. But if I dress it up, if I can dress up the wisdom in a story about a giant dog walking down our street, chasing the kids around and stuff, which is going to, he's going to be like, 
listening to the story twirling his pace in bed and he would be like you know and meanwhile but as the story goes on he starts to realize he's getting a major download of, of wisdom and I'm just dressing the story up but you see how me teaching him that wisdom that would fly right over his head would lack what attribute? So, it's like the USB cable was missing. So by telling the right analogy to my son in the story, he would be able to get my ideas straight into his head. And you notice how, you guys notice how rabbis, like you meet experienced rabbis, they always have like the perfect analogy for things. You ever notice that? Those are rabbis with the, a good attribute of Yisod. Yisod are connected people. They're very connected people. They're people who just naturally connect to you. They can take esoteric ideas and download. Can you imagine I could have given a class on the Ten Spheres that no one here would have understood? Because I'm studying the Kabbalah and Spheros now for two decades. More. Could you see me giving a class that would have gone right over your head? No. But did you guys so far, you understood the Ten Spheros? You see what's happening? And the reason is, I keep talking about things like windows and frames and sun and ozone and guitars and, and, uh, and tsunamis and, and relationships, Ben Yehuda, you know, you understand? I'm using the attribute of Yisod this entire time. And so, and so now when it comes to God using Yisod, is a couple of things. The main thing is that it gave you a neshama, because your neshama is your connection to God. Like, your body is not your connection to God. Your body is, if anything, to take you away from God. But you have a neshama. And the neshama with the body, now you can really connect. And we got mitzvahs to use the body via the neshama to, to do that. But the neshama is really your yisod object. Also, the human body is made of yisod. It's the connector. It's the USB cable between husband and wife, that part of the body. Okay? I mean, if you look at it, this is the right brain, left brain, middle brain, there is such a thing. This is um, right arm, left arm, chest area. This is the right leg, left leg. This is the genital region. And this is the seventh is Malthus, is the feet. King David was Malthus, the feet. This part is the sixth of the, remember it's six and one. So the sixth is the Vav, which is that part of the man's body. It's a connector heaven to earth, okay, it's the bris, and that's what connects male and female, is the vav, okay, and it means and, <laughs> think about the word vav means and, it connects one thing to another, takes okay, ideas, yeah, it's the vav, the tzaddik is always called the tzaddik yisa, the tzaddik is the person in a chassidist that connects a chassidic group to God, they're connectors, not that they can't connect also, but, but the tzaddik is a kesher to Hashem, so the bow always represents that. See, so in fact, when you hear when you guys say the Tehillim, by David, yeah, we say Hashem Anytime you see the word Gedula, it's talking about Chesed, by the way. Hakel Hagadol Hagibor Yeah. So Gadol means Chesed. So Lacha Hashem Hagedula Vagevura Vatifes Vanetzah Vahog. And then what's the next word? Everything that's in heaven and earth. What's heaven to earth? That's you saw. That's the connection of heaven and earth. What is, what is heaven to earth? That's connection of spirit to physical. In fact, this place is called the Holy Land. Is it holy or is it land? If 
it's holy, it shouldn't be land. Land is physical. It's called the holy land. This is, the, this is Jerusalem. It's the connection of where heaven meets earth. It's Yisot. It's how spirituality hits our physical world, and the whole thing comes through Yisot. It's the pipe. It's the vault. It's the, it's the tzinor, the, the, the pipe that pipes everything in. So just something cool for all you guys who know a little Hebrew is the word kihol bashamayim uva'aretz. Everything in heaven and earth if you look at the word ki, it's 20 plus 10, 20 plus 30. What's that equal? 20, 30 plus 50 is what? 80. 80 is the numerical value of 10 plus 60 plus 6 plus 4 is 80. And so, L'cha Hashem HaGadula Gevurah V'Tiferet V'Netzef V'Hahoid Ki Chol is Yisod it's the connection. You, and then we said Malchus. And you raise it all up to the Rosh. Because what's the Rosh? The Rosh is the intellect, is what Hashem's original idea was for the whole creation. So the whole, that's the ten spheres. It's in everything you do, everything you see. It's in, that's all there is. God created the whole world out of these ten things. And if you paid attention or would like to review this online, um, and please, if you don't mind, going on Facebook and, and sharing this. I mean, if you don't want to help boost it, you can boost it yourself by just pressing share. If you have Facebook, click on the screen and press share. Rabbi Yom Tov. But, the, but you can actually walk around in the ten spheres. Ten spheres are the garments of God. And if you understand these ten spheres... And I'm like, think about it. Everyone I meet, I'm always doing, oh, okay, there's the recipient. I'm meeting this guy. So like, what's going on there? This is the recipient. How much Gavura? You know, I've got it all, you know, I've got those 10 spheres going on all the time. All the time. I've got myself stretching to the left because I don't do this stuff naturally. i got to stretch over there throughout my day. I'm celebrating my career, which is right here. I'm always in the flow in my career. You definitely want to choose your career based on what you most appreciate, what's more natural to you. And, and here I hire people. Like I literally, I have someone working for me who's, uh, who's doing this kind of uh, middle job. It's my love person who's, uh, you know, I pay a lot of money per month. In fact, my entire age check goes to this person um, to, to uh, make sure my crazy ideas get implemented. Because otherwise, I'm always up here. But when you're always up there, nothing happens. This is the pothead. Okay? That never happens without him. Now, truthfully, my attribute's here. And, the, and so, I, I always persevere in the things I love. Chesed, I'm a, I'm a very creative thinker. I hire people for this. And you think I make more money or less money by hiring someone for this stuff? More money. Way more money. And then I not only am feeding me, I'm feeding a whole other family. So, so I'm feeding two families. You meet people over here, they're always like, oh, I can never afford to hire somebody. It's like, dummy, like, take a half a year loan and pay someone 2000 bucks a month to do the, the vov work, the, the connection getting it all into recipient mode. And I tell people, I promise, that if you take a six-month loan, 
of twelve thousand. How much is six? Twelve thousand dollars. If you take a twelve thousand dollar loan, you see, I'm not. What part of the brain is that matter? You take a twelve thousand dollar loan. I give people promises that if they hire someone at two thousand bucks a month off a twelve thousand dollar loan, that they will have made so much money within the first few months that they'll have already paid off the loan and now be feeding two families instead of one. That's my special promise. It's not money back guarantee promise. But uh, so far, the people who've taken me up on it have paid their loans back before they got to the six months and now feed two families instead of one. Van Gogh sold his, last, his first painting the year he died. Don't be one of those people. You hire people for this stuff. And one day I'll have enough money to hire these people as well. And, uh, and you, you get to, you know, you want to come, you, know, you really want to get things done in this world, work together. Work together. And, and make sure you got the whole ten spheros covered in your business so that your business is going to flow like nothing else because everyone's specialized. Because God created each one of us with a certain uh, place that we, in the ten spheros as well. Okay, shalom everybody. That's Lachlarava. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.